morning. Everybody. Today is a uh, is a God day, which is a uh, guess better than a good day. Um, you know, as I was, I'm not preaching a sermon today. It almost sounds like about a tone that I'm I'm speaking in, but <laughs> it's a hard habit to break. Um, but today is a is a, a very special day. There's a passage that I'm gonna read here, found in Romans eight. And, you know, as, as we're sitting there worshiping um, or standing there worshiping, um, this passage was, was, uh, was ringing uh, in my ear. And this is something for everybody. So everybody that's in here, which all scriptures for everybody, since the spirit of it, um, reads, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Now, you notice that it said, for those who are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. If you ain't in Christ Jesus, you are already condemned. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God, what God has done, or for God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do, by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. For to set the mind of the flesh or on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile. This tells us here. For, to God. For it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If, in fact, the spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. This is an ouch, but this is good news. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through, through a spirit who dwells in you. So then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ provided we suffered with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. This passage is super, super heavy. This is the thing. Today is a day that we are actually making an announcement of, this is a huge deal, a huge announcement of the campus pastor. And so weeks ago, maybe months ago, uh, I don't have the exact time frame of that, but it's been a little while ago we had um, brought Steve up, which he's up here, 
uh, as coming on as elder. We brought up uh, being white as coming up as uh, potential to be developed for uh, campus pastor here in Edgerton. And through this time, there's been a lot of beautiful work that's been done behind the scenes. And the reason why this scripture landed is because there's there's so much there's so much um, division that happens when any time that a pastor leaves the campus, regardless of what that situation is, right? There's, you know, tons of different things that go on in that. And the reason why I read the scriptures, because it's important that we understand that we are one body. The enemy won't nothing more than to, and I get this picture, it's been a picture that I've gotten for years, that you, you, you get this picture of all, all of us as believers. We've accepted Jesus as Lord. The Spirit lives on the inside of us. We're standing in a circle, and the enemy is on the outside of the circle, tugging on one person, pulling this person's ear, doing this, kicking this person, and then we're all looking at each other. You know, we're, we're fighting, fighting one another. Pointing fingers. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is this. We are all heirs. And so what, what does it look like for us to actually, my uh, daughter told me I got a uh, sweat stain on my arm, so <laughs> you can tell I got a little ADHD. But, um, but we're all heirs. And so with that being said, what do we do? We love one another in that process, regardless of that, because we know that our war is not against flesh and blood. We know that our war is with spirit principalities. Like we know that during this process, what, what, what does it look like us being a body that is unified against the enemy and for, for Jesus, right? And so with that being said, uh, let's go on and come up, Ben. I'm going to read some stuff here. I don't know why I just called it stuff. But I'm going to read a, a growth plan that we put together. And so through this process, um, Matt Miller, which Matt Miller is uh, the, uh, the executive pastor over uh, New City. Um, Pete Kerwin, many of you may know Pete. Oh, look at him. Uh, Pete Kerwin, and then uh, Jonathan Bissick, he's the pastor over uh, the Olathe campus. We've gotten together, and um, there's a growth plan that we put in place for being during this process. And I'll say this real quick, and I'm going long. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, but this is the thing. New City, this is what New City does well. No pastor of any campus is a standalone pastor, like authority. So, like, there's no, you know, kind of like, oh, I just do this, this is what I do, you know, this is my decision. doesn't work that way. And so, for every campus, there is a set of elders, but even beyond that, there's more elders. And then, like, within that, it's a process to where there's not just you know, like, hey, somebody's going rogue, somebody's preaching what they want to preach just to be preaching it. Like, all of this stuff is filtered. And so, with that being said, and it's filtered through people who not differ, per se, in um, mission, but differ in gifting. And so, there's people that are gifted prophetically. You know, there's people that's gifted, you know, teacher-wise, apostle, the whole apest. And in that reason, that way we don't have any situations to where we're like, oh, man, you know, Pastor's gone rogue. And so I say all that to read this. So the growth plan, this is what it looked like. Ben has agreed to meet with uh, Jonathan Bissick, Pete Kerwin, and Daniel once a week for six months. For the next six months, a minimum, he'll be meeting with us every week 
this is a process that we're gonna we're gonna go through. And we actually did this on purpose that there's the two aren't actually going to this campus. And we do that, that way there's no kind of, you know, bias, any kind of, you know, extra buddy-buddy stuff going on. Um, but we'll be putting attention to biblical teaching, biblical discernment, and biblical vision. Uh, we will be collectively reading and working through a book that focuses on all of the above. And so it's not just being just meeting with random guys just to talk about some random stuff, but there's some intentional stuff happening there. Uh, number two, Ben will teach at New City Edgerton twice a month. Um, for the next three months. He will be present for uh, the other Sundays that he's not teaching as well to build community, relationship. And Ben is not unapproachable. I'll share that again. Nobody here in leadership should be unapproachable. If you are not, if you, I'm sorry, there's a fly just. If you are, if, if you are, if you, anybody in here, if you find anybody who in, who is in leadership that, is seeming to be unapproachable, establish that. I'm here to, I'm here to listen. I'm here to, you know, to take that up. Steve is here to listen, take that up. Like, leadership should always be approachable, right? All right, so um, number three, Ben will uh, meet with Matt Miller once a month. So that's just going to be going on just in general. Like, that's forever. So, yeah. And if you know Matt, Matt is definitely not a, a pushover guy. So, uh, Number four, Ben will meet with Jacob Collins once a month. So I don't know if any of you knew this, but Matt Miller actually stepped back to be able to do more focusing on this, on the development of uh, campus pastors and things of that nature. And so uh, he stepped back, and then Jacob Collins is now the campus pastor of Shawnee. I don't know if y'all knew that. So Matt's still doing the teaching, but yeah. Uh, number five, Ben will help to identify a team to build that will serve and benefit Edgerton. Notice I didn't say Edgerton Church, right? This church is not here just to, like, benefit this group of people, but this community out here. And so as a whole, he will be in the process to where that's something that he has to do. It ain't like, well, maybe I kind of, like, Ben has to, has to do that. Uh, July 2nd, Ben is, well, I'm reading what I'm doing now. That's today. That's today. Is that today? That's today. That's today. Okay. All right. Hey, I'm married and got three girls. So, you know, so. Um, but with that being said, anybody who feels called to be able to pray over Ben as we pray over him during this time, please do so. Uh, and like I said, everybody that is in leadership is approachable, should be approachable. Hey, approach. So, all right. Anybody, anybody else feel called to pray over this man? Please do. And you don't have to be a member here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anybody else? Our Father, thank you. We thank you for your sovereignty. You are a sovereign God that do what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it, and where you want to do it. 
Father, I thank you for continuing to discipline us and bring us back to where you want us to be and heading in the direction that you want us to head in. Father, I ask that you will continue to do that today, to continue to do that in this moment. We believe that this moment is ordained by you and for you. And Father, I ask that you will break down, crush anything that is not wholly sought after glorifying you. Father, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you will start to prep or continue to prep Ben's heart during this time. And I think I'm, I'm actually ahead. Um, let's pray over Hannah as well. There's something amazing that happens when you start to work in somebody's life and through them within your, your, your will. But we also know that there are plenty of attacks that happen through that as well. And so, Father, I ask that you will give the endurance, you will give the, the strength to war through this process, to continue to carry your cross. That Ben will consistently be in humility. That Ben will consistently be humble. That Ben will have an ear always open to hear what it is that you are saying. That everything that Ben is to do is to be signified, to be stamped by your approval, regardless of anybody else's plans, his plans, the church's plans, but that your word, that your will will be done within this body, but also within this community, that this community will come to know you through the leadership that Ben is carrying out here. Father, we are thanking you for this. We ask that you will continue to protect this family, that you will continue to bring this family closer, that you continue to use this as a means to be glorified. We thank you for this right now in the name of Jesus. Amen.